Hello guys and welcome to episode number 16 of the Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. As always, it's uh, Abdi and I. How are we doing, bro? Yes, I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I'm doing good, bro. Another very long week, but next week we get our, our little mini vacation, get international break, <laughs> which is good. We've been cooking for a while, so, you know, nice little reward. But, uh... Yeah. So far, so good, man. Any Anything... Any anything planned, you know? For next weekend or no. this weekend? Nah, yeah. man, just chilling, bro. Relaxing, catching up on life. So much yeah. work, bro. You know how it is. Yes, sir. You don't gotta tell me twice. You I know, know man. But, By the I'm way, your NFL complain. troll prediction was what was right. We actually did win. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was watching the game. I saw I that. Like, I was like, good. No more slander. We have another game this weekend. We can win against Minnesota. So, uh, The Giants The Giants play the Bills this weekend, and it's about to get ugly. So. Who did they play last week? Oh, it's Miami. Bad. Oh, they lost. Are they 1-4? Yeah. Dolphins. We are 1-4, man. Oof. We have officially put our hat in the... In the Caleb, Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. Sweepsta- yeah, sweepstakes. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we will. But I had uh, I had high hopes coming into this season too, you know. But it's the hope that keeps coming you, off man. last year. Any team in sports, it's always the hope that gets you. Exactly. So, uh, I'm I'm rooting for I'm rooting against everybody. You guys have two picks, so like it doesn't. I don't think it really matters for you guys, but yeah, we'll true. see. But um, you know what we're gonna you know what we're gonna start with. I'm I'm sure you know. Yes. For the first time oh. since 2015, I believe. Mm-hmm. Arsenal win against City in the league at home. So it's, uh, it's been a long time coming. I'll just just give you the yeah. floor, bro. Just go crazy. Oh my God! I was. Like I, rem- I was watching that game and I was, I was so proud. Like I was just like, "What? Like I can't believe this is happening." Especially after the goal, but even before that, we played. Like I- it was a obviously two big teams playing against each other. Those games are never as exciting as they're supposed to be on paper. Very tactical um, game, too, but it was yeah. yeah, very tactical. Um, I just I I enjoyed the game. I, I a lot of people said it was not a good game, but like for me. Uh, we didn't make any mistakes, um, which has killed us in the past. Um, last year it was Tomiyasu, um, and then Rob Holding getting cooked for ninety minutes. Um, but this year, everybody just played up to their standards. Like there was no drop off. Obviously, nobody is gonna play the game of their lives against a team like City. But everybody, nobody dropped a stinker. Um, Declan Rice was unbelievable, especially in the second half. William Saliba was unbelievable for 90 minutes, uh, especially against um, Holland and Alvarez and all those guys. Um, and then my my biggest takeaway was just, I thought Arteta finally uh, grew up. I think sometimes he is somebody who's very stubborn and sticks to the way he plays 90% of the time. Um, I remember last year we played against um, Liverpool and we were winning 2-0 at halftime. And and Klopp made some like tactical changes and the game completely flipped on his head before even uh the Shaka incident uh and all that stuff. 
Um, and you saw for like a while, uh, like at least for the last 15, 20 minutes, you saw Zinchenko getting cooked. And um, Trent Arnold was getting in behind him, creating chances, wrecking havoc. And Arteta, it, he didn't sub him out until we conceded the second goal. Um, and this this game, he took him out as soon as Doku set foot on the pitch. Before <laughs> even we created a chance, before we even uh, scored a goal, he saw Doku coming on. And he knows Zinchenko played 70 minutes, odd minutes, and he's been working hard. He was doing whatever he does usually. And he took him out and brought Tamiyasu in, who's somebody who's a capable 1v1 defender, yeah. um, who's big and can't get past, right? He's, I thought that was that, like, I was so happy seeing Tamiyasu coming on because I knew exactly what Pep was doing. And then Pep adjusted himself and moved Doku to the other side of the pitch um, against Ben White, who's typically not good against those kind of wingers. But I, overall, I thought, like, Arsenal as a team, as a football club, and Arteta as a manager, I thought we took one giant foot, a step forward together. Um, and then it was a, it's just uh, Martinelli scoring his first goal in uh, this season. Um, I know he wasn't supposed to play and he fought through it and played. Um, so it was just a, a great weekend. I thought I, I have nothing else to say. Everybody played so well, man. I was so proud of my team. No, I, I agree, especially with the stuff you said towards the end with like, it's like a symbolic win. It's like, yeah, I think back to like, mm, like there's an example where like during the Mourinho Pep era with Real Madrid versus Barcelona, when Cristiano was just coming, I believe they had lost like five or six El Clasicos. And then they obviously had the, the famous five nil. And then mm -hmm. they had the draw before the, before the Copa del Rey final where Mourinho was like, half of it was just convincing my team that they believe they can win before they can actually yeah. do it. And I think that that's what, mm -hmm. you know, we hear the, the process all the time. It's like the buzzword for Arsenal fans. And I think like that is what really embodies this. Like before, like Arsenal would just, you know, they'd get into a game with City or one of those really, really top teams and they just kind of fold out. Like they just kind of fold immediately. Like there would be very yeah. little resistance. One thing goes wrong, heads drop, like t stuff like that. And, it's it's very commendable. Obviously, it starts with with Mikel Arteta. Uh, praises to him, but you really mm -hmm. like in the game. I saw a team that not only you know they believe not only believed that they were better, but believed they could win. And, and you saw it a hundred percent. They dominated for for large large portions of the game. Uh, they they made City uncomfortable. Holland was a complete no show. They took him out systematically. Of the uh, Saliba and, and Saliba especially and Gabriel were was fantastic, and uh, yeah, huge mm -hmm. huge win. And I mean now they're these are the type of wins you you have to you have to have to uh, to win uh, win the title. So I mean props to them hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and I think uh, obviously we can't go on without saying City was without De Bruyne and, and Rodri, yeah. who's arguably their most, who's their most valuable player. Um, but, but Arsenal like, was without Saka. I, I think Saka as well, yeah. And Martinelli didn't start and all that stuff. But And Partey played a little bit. But nobody was 100%. Mm -hmm. But I think winning without Saka, getting that win. And I, I remember we talked about the community shield. I like... When you are losing to a team, and this is not an ordinary team, this is a team that's winning league titles, you know? 
they they don't have your number they have the whole country's number you know 100%. so just getting one over them is the biggest hurdle and i think finally we got one obviously this is not we're not beating city every time but getting that first one and and we are so shit at home we we haven't had a clean sheet at home all season and to do it against the best team i i believe fully healthy in the world was it was just unbelievable, man. And and we can, we're going to talk about City themselves, but like Arsenal, it was just an unbelievable win for them. Yeah, no, 100%. Huge statement and was happy for them, bro. It's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. This is... No overthinking. I, I, I was finally too. getting a seat. Yeah, yeah. It was... Straight back Finally getting a seat at the big boys tables. Bring in a... Yep. I... I, I love the addition of Jorginho into the starting lineup, just kind of control the tempo and play, you know, poise. That's what he'll bring to your team, not someone who really panics. And then, yeah, like, yeah. hit it on the nail. And, and Raya was scaring me with those clearances, but he's been great. And and that was, uh, that's Raya's, like, uh, he just came from Brentford. They, um, so, like, this is a city arsenal is nothing he's ever played in before, you know? And, yeah, and, and, games, yeah. and, um um Arteta said himself that uh, he was telling him to hold on to the ball a lot longer than he needed to um just so he can uh just so they can start um atta- attacking the press but he uh, the first half we got lucky obviously with Alvarez almost hit the side of the net um but the second half he was unbelievable especially after we scored he was just hoofing the ball just directly to freaking uh, Martinelli's foot um Gabriel Jesus's foot it was just unbelievable. I, I, I wanted him. I remember Arteta came out and said, "I for a few times this season, I wanted to sub out my keeper, this and this. I was like, okay, sub him out at halftime. Right now is your chance. But he he played so well in the second half. So did. Um, what, did you, what did you see with City that, um, from watching that game? I mean, for me, it's just like, they're, like you said, their midfield is, they're clearly missing something. And I don't even think it's De Bruyne. I think that Rodri is just the heartbeat of that team. Just the things that he does at the yeah. end, how smart he is, the, the passes that he plays. Um, like I said, uh, Holland was a no-show. Um, mm-hmm. I will give the credit to, because we're always quick to kind of, you know, throw blame, but credit to Saliba, credit to Gabriel. Were, they were fantastic all night. Like you said, no lapses in concentration. Uh very, they were uncharacteristically uncomfortable. I don't, you don't usually see them like that. They didn't dominate the ball, I believe. Yeah. The possession was 50-50, almost or flat, which is, I mean, yeah. that's something you never see with a pep team. But, I mean, obviously, you I, cannot I think count they, them they, out. So. No, 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 no. Um, You can't. And they, they um, like, I feel like a little bit, like, after, like, maybe the 60th minute off, I think City would have been fine getting a draw, you know. They this is if uh, they were they lost two uh, two games in a row. Um, Rodri's not playing. De Bruyne's not playing. Um, like Holland was a no show, as we've said. Alvarez, uh, nobody really did anything. Foden, I think, was the worst player on the pitch. Like he just they didn't get any contributions, and um, I know they don't have somebody like obviously you won't but like they don't have a uh uh a dm for rodri like somebody to come and like at least create something uh, some of the stuff that he does on the pitch and they've spent money 
Um, obviously, Calvin Phillips was supposed to be that person. It just has not worked out. I don't think that somebody Pep trusts at all, especially in a game like this. But I don't know. I think we talked about it in uh, coming into the season. But I they're missing Gundogan, Mares. It's starting to show. So, yeah. but obviously they're, they're a machine. This is not going to affect them. But they I, will, it's, they will go I don't. I don't annual... think they're a complete team. They will go on their yeah, annual exactly. sixteen-game win streak in December to February when teams start to get tired. It's it's a, it's a city staple that they they usually start a little sluggish. Um, and to be fair, yeah. they have eighteen out of twenty-four points. It's not like they're they're doing abysmal. So, um, no, no, they they are perfectly fine. I think, um, and they've they've won league titles without. Uh, they won a league title with De Bruyne with playing freaking less than twenty games in a league season. So uh, I think they'll. I still have them winning the league. This is not. Uh, this is not. Uh, I'm not gonna. It, it hasn't changed the title odds or anything like that for me. But they're. I just don't think they're as complete as they have been the years before, and if they could be easily exploited. I agree yeah. that the trouble winning team was, in my opinion, was definitely better. like last year's team, for yeah. example, and. Uh, but they're city, like like exactly like you said. Never count them out. They will go on their win streak. It happens every year. Just last year, we didn't think it was gonna happen, yeah. and then I think they won their last thirteen or something crazy. So yeah, they didn't. They didn't lose a game. After, uh, I think like, they February, just threw they games. Lose. Yeah, yeah, they didn't lose a game. Yeah, so um, <laughs> that was oh my god, but it was, um, it was rough. It was a rough few months. I am not the type of person to say I told you so. But yeah. Chelsea, I said when the when the, the gears start rolling, we're gonna see great performances start to stack, and that's what you really need with young players. Like you just need to almost mm-hmm. like when a player's in a gold route, you just need to see the ball like hit the net, and that's it's it's like it's exactly what happened with Chelsea. Uh, three wins now in a row in all competitions. Yeah. Um, since that mm-hmm. you know, shocking defeat with Villa. Uh, obviously, this uh, not this weekend, but next the next time we'll see them will be against Arsenal at the Bridge, which will be a huge yeah. game. But three wins in a row. It's and they are now just five points off of European places. Obviously, we're very early into the season, but I mean, I, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, um, they the the young players are performing. Obviously, uh, Jackson scored, Sterling um, scored. Cole Palmer got his first goal of the season. Um, and we haven't talked about him, but he's been, he's been great. an exceptional addition to to their team. And he does so much different stuff. Um, as I don't even know what position he is. He just they put him in three, four different positions already this season. Um, and finally the performances are starting to show. Um, but it's right, okay. They've won the games now. I think I, I still don't think they've put on a full 90 minute performance. This game, they were down 1-0 um, uh, uh, to start the game. So I like uh, consistency is uh, we're seeing it over games now. We need to see it over 90-minute periods, um, which is all you can ask for. But Jackson, Sterling have three goals each this season. Um, and then Cole Palmer, Mudrick came on late, but he, he's been exceptional as well. Um, but Pochettino, slowly, you know, slowly he's, 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 he's building a nice team. Kai, Anytime you do, you do not hear Caicedo's name or Enzo's name on Twitter is, and we haven't heard their names for more than a month now. They're playing good. Um, they're just, they're playing great. And there's, 
obviously it's not 10 out of 10 performance, but it's, they're just doing whatever they need to do. They're taking care of business as the world-class midfielders they are. Yeah. Um, but uh, Chelsea, we'll see, we'll see where this ends, but I, I really, really like where they're headed. And we both said this. Um, I think I, I said they would lose to um, Burnley, but, um, but I, 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 like when you come play against Arsenal and stuff like that, you gotta, there's no mental lapses and they have six, seven of those a game. Um, obviously Burnley couldn't punish them, but a team like Arsenal will rip you to shreds. If you, yeah. if you, if you can't concentrate for 90 minutes. Yeah. It's like, exactly like you said, it's, it's building blocks and they, they got away with some mistakes, but yeah. I mean, they took their chances. They won, they were down early. They, they dealt with adversity and stacking wins is no joke. And that's really how teams get hot. So it's a young team. Like I said, that, just like the ball just needs to go in the net. And once you believe you can, once you believe it, then, you know, that's, I mean, when Nkunku Absolutely. comes back, yep. sky's the limit for this team. So, yep. And that's, that's soon. when they have a real team. When, Very soon. Yeah. He'll Maybe be coming back soon. A couple He's, weeks. So, uh, just as long as he misses the Arsenal game, we're good. He can come <laughs> back wherever he wants. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. And then moving and then, on, from, and then um, what were you saying? Yeah, your your favorite your favorite topic um, got a got a late. <laughs> Where's the you know the we were this close um, to Scott, greatness? Yeah, I look. I was. I didn't Scott watch McCombin the game live. Had to yeah, I saw a hilarious tweet that was like the 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 youth coach that changed McTominay to a DM needs to like be thrown in jail. He is so yeah, good the way going he's playing forward. In the Euro qualifiers. He scores he's every game. Unbelievable. He well, he was a striker. Scores every game for he, Scotland. He was a striker at youth level, and they and they moved him to midfield. And he has this like this talisman in the box. He, he's great. Uh, uh, I didn't watch the game live. Yep, uh, and for this one, but I I mean, yeah, they performed. To be fair, when um, they weren't they weren't great, but. You know they 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 didn't they didn't give yeah. up. So it's a good win. They it's a very they good win. are they are much needed win. And uh, me and you know Man United very well. And these uh, they're down one zero for eighty five minutes, and then win two one. They're good for at least two or three of those a season. Um, I'm still not moved. I think Onana is is becoming a huge problem. Obviously, he has is good for like literally conceding a goal every game and and that not like a a, a world-class goal or this and this but literally his fault is is it's starting to become an issue um but I, as long as you get the win um and now anthony's back uh i think he'll be he'll be integrated into the team um but it's just it's just more 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 of the same for me uh, in terms of i look at performances and how well you're playing for 90 minutes and and we're not we're not we're not seeing it yet but yeah anytime you get three points is is okay and, you're absolved of, but, of the consequences of not playing well for most of the game which they did not to be fair to them so they they did not to be fair yeah and and that that will if you don't, if you don't get that out of your game that will come to bite you in the ass when and it did a lot of times last year where they couldn't finish games they couldn't finish the season. Uh, they limped to third place. Um, so we'll see. Now they're obviously in a worse, far worse place. But they've lost half their games this season. Well, well, we need we need to see it for long periods of time. Almost it was almost five out of eight. So it, 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 exactly. 
So exactly. exactly. We need to see more consistent results, but lucky for them, their next couple games, Sheffield and Luton sandwiched between City. So they can get two out of three wins there. Six out of nine points is 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 not bad. It's commendable. Yeah, yeah. Especially um I think the like I, I saw tweets where, oh, if we win our next game, we're only three points behind City, you know, like stuff like that. Bro, you cannot uh, like being six yeah, points you, behind City eight games into the season is not a, a, a flex. Like it's not what you think it is. It's like you're literally on pace to be twenty plus points behind them. <laughs> like it's not <laughs> United fans uh, are math, hilarious, man. The math the math ain't mathing, you know. Exactly. So. And we, I've been seeing like a lot of the, um, especially the last three years, I want to say, where it's a, oh, United, this is their worst start to the season since 1967. It's and every year it gets pushed start. back it's a little bit. It's always the yeah. worst start to the season. Start. Yep. So they, the, so I, United is a funny team. Obviously, we'll be talking about them a lot more. Um, but, a win is a win. You can't hate on that, but I, I, I don't think they're out of the clear yet. They, they are not a good team, and they, they need a lot. They need a, they need a lot more than, than three points against Brentford. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Kind of, we'll sandwich the next two things into one. Brighton and yeah. Liverpool played this weekend uh, into a two-two draw. I mean, both of these teams have been fantastic this season. Yeah. Just how deep is the, the Premier League this year is, is absolutely crazy from, you know, from one to, to nine or from mm-hmm. one to eight. There are literally eight teams and that's not including United or Chelsea that are you can realistically see getting European places, which is crazy to think. Yeah, it's it's deep and and Brentford is is I think easily like a top five, top six contender. Um, obviously they're playing like it right now. Um, I think Liverpool have higher hopes, but Brentford or Brighton? Um, uh, Brentford, uh, Brighton. Sorry, Brighton. Brighton. Okay, Brighton. Yeah, you Brighton. Said yeah. Sorry, okay. sorry. Um, yeah, Brighton. Brighton is a uh, obviously a top, a European place contender. They're playing in Europe right now. Yep. Um, and they haven't started off well. I think they lost both of their games. One, um, one draw, one loss. They, one they, loss, they, rescued, um, they rescued the second game, but they should have lost. They should have lost. Um, so it's they're getting the results in the in the in the prem, but it hasn't really translated into um, into European, but like into Europe. They which says a lot more about their squad and all that stuff. I don't I don't think they're really built for uh, like a four competition team. They're not like that. Uh, but they have the war chest, and I and I don't oh, think yeah. Deserby is going to get anybody anybody in through the door at least sometime this this season maybe january but i mean brighton villa has been playing great obviously yeah. liverpool is, is always in the mix west ham has been playing good even crystal palace with roy yeah. Hudson has been playing well i mean seven goals in, in seven games but they have only allowed seven seven goals too so they've been playing a lot very sluggish slow one nil football but credit to them they're playing well and then and then and then for Liverpool, Mo, Mo Salah keeps you know he's still going man. every year. The man, guy's a, crazy is a goal assist machine. Um, I think he scored two against uh, Brighton. So I I it's it's like for for the top four, 
um, like all these teams, I, you said one through eight, and that's without Chelsea and Man United. It's just the ability to, that's half the teams in the league. Um, and that means you can lose any week. Um, so all these were, I was, I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I, like I was looking at our season. I'm like, we played Tottenham already. We played uh, Man City, we played Man United, but then I'm like, we haven't played Brighton. We haven't played Newcastle. We haven't played Aston Villa. We, I'm just like, you know, it's, it, there's no easy games in the, in this, in, in the Prem anymore. Um, especially with the with the financial backing of these clubs. Absolutely crazy the way teams are spending, bro. Even Burnley this summer spent like wow, almost a hundred million. They need to they need to go get their money back. I don't know what they what they need <laughs> they to do. They are struggling but right now. They are struggling, man. Company is company ball is not know. moving me. Man, you cannot. You need at least one year of like the prime you know you can't you can't just come you just have to survive this played. year yeah you just flourish. have to survive this year yeah exactly no, um and especially because they have a really they have a really young team they're the youngest team in the in the premier league so just physically is just is they they look far apart from the teams they've played against no, and they, they don't look particularly close like they're a good team tactically technically everything especially because they completely dominated the championship but it's just the premise completely different animal man i know they look like they the chelsea who are young themselves or the second or third youngest team in the prem just ate them for lunch no 100 agree 100 agree but we'll uh we'll move off of our our, our prem to uh yes. to la liga we don't usually talk yeah too much about spanish football but real madrid were back in action this weekend and dominated 4-0 against osasuna uh, Jude Bellingham, mm-hmm. are we even surprised at this point? Two goals, uh, <laughs> always scores, and Vinicius scored, which was great, and uh, and and Hosselu and Hosselu got in on the action, but missed the later. Should have should have had two, but I mean Real Madrid uh, twenty. Go sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just reading something here. Twenty four out of twenty seven points in the league. Two wins out of two in the Champions League. It's it's we talk about them a lot, like uh, like they're struggling. But ten wins a draw, a uh, ten wins out of eleven and a loss is 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 no no easy feat. And they've been they've looked like one of the best teams in the world this season. Absolutely. Um. Uh. I remember after the game, I I saw this article from the Athletic saying, "Uh, I have to write about Jude again." You know. So it's just been, um. Uh, he's been the story of the season. Um, I give him absolutely all the credit in the world for how this season has started. I know everybody, I, I like obviously in the, coming into the season, we don't know how we don't know how things are going to shake out, but we just look at team wise, you know, roster construction, all that good stuff. Um, and there were clear holes in this in this Real Madrid team, sure. and that has not been a problem. I think. Um, the one time it was a big thing was Atletico Madrid and you guys lost, but that's, if you're losing one every 11 games, you're taking that, you know? And in the Champions League, it has not been a problem. Um, Jude has been the story of the season. He's performance by performance wise, he's been the best player in the ten world. 10 goals in 10 uh, games as a midfielder. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah his, his, his numbers uh, do not make sense. Uh, but you guys completely dominated. Nineteen shots, nine on target. Um, I liked that Modric started this game. Um, 
I know the last international break, he talked a little bit about like his role in the team and stuff like that. He has three starts this season. Um, clearly, he's not the same player as he was, but it's good to see him involved. And he played absolutely phenomenal, as he always does. Day, yep. Um, he's, he, yep. Um, so I, 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 I think Real Madrid is just I, I, I have nothing to say because like whatever I say is wrong about them. You know, I, I, I don't. I, d- I don't know. Um, and and Jude, Vinny, uh, Ro- Ro- Rodrigo needs to get his shit together. But I think that's everybody I else. I, thought midfield. He would... I was so close. I was like, he's going to get benched. Yeah. He was. He came off the bench and then he just couldn't score. I was so, so disappointed. You... But I, 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 if he finds his, his form and you have somebody that yeah, you can bring off the bench like that, uh, he's, a, he's a difference maker. He's a great player. Um, obviously. Yeah, he's just hasn't been producing, but I I think it'll come back. Um, and then Vinny scored as well. Vinny's absolutely brilliant. Um, like I don't know, I Carlo Carlo deserves a lot of credit for he this. Does. Um, he does develop. I know, I, I know, I know people. Go ahead, sorry. I, uh, I know people have gotten uh, uh, on him a lot for that Atletico Madrid uh, choices he made, but he's been he's been. On he's been on point ninety nine percent of the season so far. And yeah, no. What more can you say? They are. They a lot of people are really quick to to you know they're 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 hesitant to sing their praises. But since he's come back, his second stint with Real Madrid, he has developed uh players fantastically. That's been by far the best. Yeah. Uh, Fede Valverde has gotten much. He was he, obviously he was a great player before with Zidane really developing him, but has taken the next steps. Yeah. Obviously, Vinicius has been transformed into I think the best left winger in the world now. Um, I agree. And uh, Jude Bellingham now. I mean, we knew he was great, but we didn't know about this. Eduardo Camavinga has been mm-hmm. great, and even Orlando Chiumeni has was really good. He played center back this game, and he was great. So, so I mean, he, so he, far he so was. good, man. I think I think that's the biggest um, thing that Carlo has brought to the table is like you guys are, are in this is the greatest rebuilding phase ever because these all these players are so great at such a young age um, and there hasn't been a drop off in 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 anything because you guys won a Champions League a league title within the last two years um, yeah. so him and he's completely like Jude obviously what he's doing uh, like is just absolutely like phenomenal i think a lot of that goes to uh carlo but i think his biggest thing is is vinny vinny was vinny is a 2020 player you know under him like that's he gets 20 goals 20 assists that's unbelievable that's so i don't i don't i i like it's just a lot of things that have that weren't supposed to work have just completely just meshed so well with each other um i don't think shumani was supposed to be this good uh come up vinga shumani obviously has a talent but i don't think so quickly it's so like, fast last year, yeah, no, 100%. Off. yeah um come vinga is able to just play anywhere like he's playing at left back and there's no drop off yeah and yeah. and somebody and so and some will say he's playing better than the starting left backs at the club um and it's just it's Obviously, Militao, all that stuff, injuries, and it's just uh, Carlos doing an unbelievable job. I can't wait for him to get his hands on a, on on Brazil and to make a to to make a difference there as well. That'll be my biggest my biggest worry for like Madrid now. Obviously, I think this season they'll they they're gonna compete for everything. 
with the way they're playing. Uh, but the drop off when Carlo leaves, um, if somebody is like that's brought in to like compete now, that's not uh, that's not doing like because Zidane took this talent, got it a little bit better. Carlo took it to another you know level. I think the next person is the one that's going to eventually have the team to win the trophies, uh, which was you know. Uh, I think uh, Mourinho developed everybody. There was a little quick hiccup, you know, and then Zidane won the three in a row. Um, well, so Carlo uh, won the, Carlo won won the tenth. Too, but, yeah, Car- Carlo won. Yeah, Carlo won a Champions League in there. But I think it's it's playing out like that, where you're going to have a team capable of winning two, three in a row I mean, in any in any competition. Especially, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. We've already talked about it, but especially if they go get like a proper nine this summer, like if Mbappe comes for free, then like and and the rumors with Davies are true. <laughs> Sky is the limit yeah. for this team. Uh, I mean, that would be probably the best team in the world, at least on paper. So, absolutely, you guys are not far off. It's no. the best. The best teams in the world now are like, you know, eleven good players. Um, I think I think Madrid will have like nine world class players in a team. It's going to be absolutely crazy, nasty man. work. And they're all young and they have nasty a chance to grow work. together. And and this midfield four: Bellingham, Valverde, Camavinga, Chuameni is is just criminal, dude. To have all these players and the oldest one is Valverde at twenty five. That is absolutely yep. Yep. crazy. So the next, just imagine in in two three years. When Kamavinga is going to be 22, Bellingham is going to be 22, 23, Chumeni is going to be like 25, and, and Valverde is going to be 28. Oof, like I can't even imagine. These players are going to, you know, history tells us these players are getting better. So this, you know, just the sky is the yeah. limit for this team. And obviously, like I remember with Vinny, for example, the season after two years ago when they won the, the Champions League, I was like, Okay, Vinny had a 2020 season, but like, really, what can he get better? And I just remember the first game, like, he took two guys on and then ripped one, like, far post. And I was like, I've never seen Vinny do this ever. So there's just going to be moments where they just, these players really surprise you. Yeah. And then Vinny physically, he looks unbelievable. He's so big now. He's just strong as a bull. You see him around um, the keeper. And obviously, with that, yeah, he's just. It's confidence. I, I, it's all I, confidence. It's it's spooky, man. I, I I was talking I was talking to somebody the other day. Um, the finish against Napoli, where you know what, it was like a classic Thierry Henry finish. The one you touch just open your hips, the... and it was just like, yeah, unbelievable, bro. He could that that shot would have went to the sky two years ago. You know, two oh, and a half yeah. years. Oh yeah. Oh, he wouldn't have tried He's it. Just he would unbelievable. not have tried it. He would not have tried it exactly. It's, it's and that's, confidence. And that was yeah. that's yep. what Carlos. And always... he knows he's the man. He's yeah. It's his he team. knows he's the man. And that's what Carlo's always been great at is putting players in the best position to succeed. We even saw with when he the first time he was at Madrid with Cristiano, really the first manager to put an attacking midfielder right behind him when he put Di Maria as that LCM and just kind of just said, Cristiano, like just you're absolved of anything defensively. Don't even worry about it. Just, you know, just put put yourself in the best positions to score. So, I mean, Mourinho started it, but Carlo just. That is his style. He he doesn't really play. Obviously, people joke about it and be like, oh, he has no tactics. But his tactic is I put the best 11 players on the field and I put them in the positions that they are most comfortable with. And 
props to him. Jude for me was always an eight. He has been playing him like a like a ten that can also play defensively, but has way less responsive mm-hmm. like uh, defensive responsibilities with the with the DM right behind him. Like like hats off credit to him where it's due. The position he's been putting Jude in, I don't think that there's another manager in the world who would have put him in that role. And it's paid dividends, and that's his position now. He owns that spot on the field. Yeah, and uh, uh, congratulations to him too. He um, he graduated with a doctorate today. So who? Um, Carlo. Yeah, I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, congratulations. So, to him. I, yeah, he's giving a speech. I saw earlier. So the guy is very accomplished, man. He hopefully, is. hopefully he adds a World Cup to his resume. You know, I don't I know, think it, it can get any better. In, but in, in international management, but we'll we'll move on to the uh, yeah. to the other big team. Barcelona struggled, uh, which was a yeah. change of scenery. Down 2-0, they conceded in 16 seconds. But obviously, a lot of the news comes on the other side. Uh, Yamal was the youngest goal scorer in La Liga history. I think still 15, correct? Yeah. 16 now, July, yeah. July 13th. 16, so yeah. Crazy, absolutely crazy. But another set of drop points. This is now back-to-back games, I believe, where, or two games and three where they've, where they've dropped points. But... This title race, uh, Girona's been playing great, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, and mm-hmm. Atletico, if, if they win, it'll be five in a row, and, and they'll be just two points back of the leaders. So it's been a great season so far for Spanish football. Yeah, um, and Barca, um, they have uh, – Lewandowski didn't play that game. Um, and then Kunde and Yamal were both subbed out for injuries. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, like, Lamine is – Unbelievable, obviously, but I, I, I remember when when um Cancelao got there and Jao Felix and they scored what two two games back to back five zero five five one or something like that. Um, we thought this whole you know shabby ball was over with. You know, I thought I thought Prime Barca was back or at least something in close to that. You know, but they're just back to themselves. Um, uh, and their defense is severely lacking now, and that's a big problem. They're conceding left and right. Obviously. They had a really good game in against Porto over in the Champions League, um, but their defense in La Liga at least has been has been struggling. They're not as I, what were they? I think they conceded less than fifteen goals last year. Was yeah, it sixteen or something like crazy, that? Crazy, crazy um, defensive record last year. Yes. Yep, and I I think they're more than halfway there already. This they're season. ten and we're ten and nine games. Eight, nine so. games. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, they're barely scoring when, you know, they don't have everybody and they're conceding left and right. Um, uh, and then I think Brian, uh, Brian Zaragoza is the one he cooked. The, oh my God. The second goal was unbelievable. Um, but, uh, I, it's, it's a, it's going to be a tough race. Um, I hope I have, I have, uh, Barcelona winning La Liga. Um, but the, with the way Madrid is looking, I think that's their only competition. But it's good to see Girona at least like, Atletico, be in the race. Atletico, Atletico Madrid, is, uh, yeah, is a, is a threat. I th- I I think they're a threat in terms of just you know like they'll finish top four. They'll give they'll they can beat uh, Barca and Madrid. But I think over a over a, 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 a what thirty six game season, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, uh, I think they're I but think they can beat them. It. They and they, they showed it. it. Their team is is absolutely crazy, and they are they are they beat La Real on the weekend, which is not an easy game. And yeah, Griezmann is is turning back the clock. Like he's twenty sixteen, the way every game he's scoring. Um, 
They they just brought in smart. No, Griezmann's out. Yeah, Griezmann's playing well. They they made great additions to their team. I, yeah. but but Madrid and and Barca are, I don't know. I think that's a that's just a little bit ahead of them. I but think this is this race. is who Atletico Madrid have been. You think so? Yeah, I do. I I, I I I what they won what was it two three years ago they won the league um three years so, ago and then the Zidane, year, and then, uh, yeah three years Zidane. ago they won the league Zidane's yeah Zidane 2020 season was it Zidane's last year they won the league I believe it was it was Zidane's yeah, last so, year because um, Carlo came the next year and won the league so I I think they got their league title for the decade uh they'll try again in the in the 2020 <laughs> <laughs> but uh we'll move but, on but they're they're a tough team man no they are but we'll move on we, we barely got to talk about this last week we do have a little bit of time so we can yeah uh the yeah. world cup what do you think about yeah. that like we never really got to talk about uh, what the hell that was like what the announcement six countries three for the host games and then it switches all the way to a different continent what do you think about that man that's I I I remember I I just looked into it a little bit because I I saw a brief just a blip of it somewhere and then I uh they will be playing in Paraguay Uruguay and Argentina but the official World Cup games will be in Morocco Spain and then another country I Portugal. believe um Portugal um and that was just I've never seen that like uh i think it's been done i believe was it the 2002 where it was in like japan and like another and, country and, and nearby korea, yeah. south korea uh but this is six and it's spanning three continents and i argentina paraguay and uruguay are so far away from morocco portugal and uh spain that it makes it's just like a competitive disadvantage like i i don't know how people will well, I don't know how this has been allowed. Like it's just it's um just it's 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 it funny no at the end of the day. But I feel the, the teams I feel the worst for are not even like Argentina, Paraguay, and, and Uruguay who are gonna play their first games in their home country. It's like that poor, like they're yeah. gonna play some poor country like Japan or something who's gonna have to travel all the way to Argentina and then go all the way back to Morocco for the same group. Yeah, it makes it oof. I don't I like I get that it's uh I I know the bidding is like very like shady and very competitive and there's a lot of like just crimes committed when it comes to having a world cup at, at in your country um and I know Paraguay uh Uruguay and Argentina put in a a bid together all three of them and 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 obviously they didn't win it but like that's it. Like, I, I, like, are we gonna do an anniversary for every every like World Cup coming the on Centennial now? Like, if it and you wanted it there, then just make it there. But you cannot have like that's, that's the easiest way to just rig a a a a bid. You know, just say this is the hundredth, and th this is where it started all. Let's do it there, and then uh, all the other countries can bid another time. But I don't, I. I just feel so bad for those teams, man. I know. Like that is a far journey. Like I don't know, South America is far, man. Three games and then ew, it's like three continents. It doesn't make any sense, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm happy Morocco. Morocco is one of the hosts. That's gonna be that's gonna be good. Obviously, it's the new format starting in 26 with 48 teams now instead of 32, uh, which means we're gonna see a lot more fixtures. Yeah. But 
Argentina, Argentina, Argentina versus Nigeria in 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 Argentina is gonna be a special, special match. But that's I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it, man. But the, the what do you think of the new format? Do you think I actually don't I'm mind the sure 18 format because I I think that one of the big problems with the World Cup was uh, some of the federations were just getting screwed, especially Africa. I think. Yeah. To, for Africa to only have five yeah. teams going to the World Cup for me was always crazy. Like that is, they have great teams miss out on the World Cup. Last last year it was Algeria, Nigeria. Um, there's always mm-hmm. there's always a good team, obviously that misses out for for from Africa. So for now for that for for sorry, for them to now have ten spots is uh, is is huge, especially with Morocco making the the semifinals. Um, but I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy that the the group stages in this past World Cup were great because they were gonna do twenty, they were gonna do twelve groups of or sorry eighteen groups of three I believe and instead they're gonna do twelve groups of four which I think is way better okay um and basically like first and second make it as always but third are they third has a chance now it's like the like, top, are they eight, do it like the top the eight yeah it's exactly like the euros we're like they're gonna copy the euros okay. but before they were gonna do groups of three which I think is stupid. Um, yeah, because that's, that's it awful. takes takes a lot of the the you know the suspense away because then you don't have simultaneous games on the last day, which is like the the excitement of the group stage. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 definitely but interesting. But the 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 next World Cup, however, is in our backyard. Will you be going to any games? Hundred percent. Are they hosting? Uh, are they hosting any like in your? I know they. Sent out a bunch of like stadiums. No, Chicago's is not your not city running. stadium in there. No, um, no. Chicago didn't want to pay yeah, for I... renovations for Soldier Field, so they're not in the World Cup. But there'll be a game in oh Kansas City and Nashville, but there won't be one in Chicago. I saw. Will there be a one in Lambo? No, no. I don't be. think so. No, that city is too small, bro. They I, go five I... minutes away from the stadium. The, the players are gonna be like, "What in the hell is this?" Could you imagine Mbappe in Green Bay? <laughs> Ah, hey, bro! You know, uh, Green Bay is. Uh, they, I remember the Bayern game that you went to. Uh, I know the all the players camped in the hotel, bro. They were not going out. <laughs> you cannot have a World Cup camp in Green Bay, bro. That would be pretty funny, though. Yeah, I can't lie. Is, I feel like, like from the the, the Qatar uh, World Cup, it was like it was scattered all over, but like. Like a lot of teams are playing in the same stadium for several games, mm-hmm. um, and you can just see the mobs traveling. You know, like the just the Argentinians, the the Ghanians. That must the, have been so special for just, like the whole World Cup to uh, be in one city. Yeah, bro, that is it's uh, it's gonna. I I think I think the closest one to us would probably be. I'm not sure. I know they're hosting Nashville, one in Vancouver, Kansas City. And, uh, uh, where else? A lot of the city, Houston, Dallas has one. California has a lot. Yeah, Um, San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, obviously. Well, the the final will probably be at MetLife. Um, I would be surprised if it's not at SoFi. Oh, that's that's nasty. I I I think they have uh, what two years now to like get at least the pitches correctly because that's uh, the U.S. stadiums are not very. I don't know. I don't know, bro. You saw all the injuries this season. Right, international all the players do not mess ACLs. with. They do not mess with turf, bro. They will not go anywhere near if the pitches are not up to standard. But 
yeah, Toronto has a game, Vancouver, a bunch yeah. of cities. Seattle has has. Wow, some of those stadiums to host World Cup games are going to be like CenturyLink is going to be really nice. SoFi is crazy. SoFi uh, is going to be oh, SoFi is is a such beautiful, a beautiful stadium. stadium. What about the Las Vegas Stadium? The Las Vegas uh, the, Allegiant, what is it called? Allegiant, the Globe? Allegiant Stadium, yeah. Has a game too. I hope that one has a game. The Sphere, the Sphere, the Sphere. I think. Yeah, they they have Where a game in Las Vegas, like but I think it's dollars. at Allegiant, and then and then Miami, I think, has a game, um, or or the one of the venues. We gotta I mean, roll. In, we gotta roll deep. Yeah, we gotta pull up to one game. Oh, it's a bucket list, bro. You Everybody. have to go to a World we'll Cup get, game we'll once get, in your we'll life. Get, yeah, we'll, we'll, we have. We have to. I I just hate that we're not getting like just the, the the campus atmosphere of like Qatar, you know, and like Russia and like all those countries where it's just like it's very scattered. millions of people across the world meshed together. Yeah, it's very scattered. But the but U.S. is kind of you know every everywhere is drivable, so it's not a big big issue. But still, worst case you just fly out, jobs, bro. You know? and, yeah. and the cities are, yeah. are humongous, so it's like it's not like there's going to be a hotel shortage in freaking Dallas, bro. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't, I can't wait. It'll be nice to finally experience uh, a World Cup in in our ends, you know. I know, so, and it's the first forty. We shall see. We, we will probably kick off the World Cup because I believe the opening game is. I don't think they've decided the official venues, but the U.S. will book, probably kick off the World Cup. That that's gonna be exciting, bro. Three years away, man. Three years away. Yeah, you and and we don't have to worry about. Uh, USA not qualifying because they automatically get yeah. in, and I think Canada and Mexico as well. They do. So as they well. do have. They do have some in, yeah, so I can't yeah. wait. That'll be yeah. nice. Very, very Inshallah. exciting. But uh, we'll kind of move off of that. Uh, we can talk a little bit of, of Syria. We, we, we rarely do. We'll kind of make it brief, but, I mean, a couple, couple yeah. headlines. Milan won again, and Olivier Giroud was was heroic. He had a save. He had the, he had the catch at the end and goal. Uh, got mobbed yeah. by his teammates after the game. One, one nil. Uh, yeah, one, one nil. Mm-hmm. That was such a gutsy. Oh my! Because it was like it's like those. Because I, I I was watching the highlights. I didn't watch the game. Um, it looked like their goalkeeper did nothing wrong, and then you saw the replay, and he just completely just and yeah, and it just destroyed him. Gave him CTE on the spot. Um, and then and then for uh, uh, Giroud to dive like that as somebody that's like never played goalkeeper in his life. Oh, it was. Shout out it was to, so nice. I don't like moment. that guy, but um, I hate Giroud. But that was that was a great moment. It was, was a great was moment. Crazy. And then I saw him. He was putting on the like the top, like while running to the. Yeah, players. it was crazy, it was, man. It was, it was the, movie. the best, yeah. the best moments in football are stuff like that. But in the other side, Mourinho, yeah. there was rumors that he might get sacked this weekend, and then they go and pull out a four-one yeah. win. And Lukaku again, man. I think seven games, seven goals, two goals today. They're playing. Yep. Are you are you are you falling for it again? Are you? Are I honestly you don't. The, I don't even think it's. I don't even know it's a. I don't even know if it's a. If I'm, am I buying it? I think just anytime he leaves Chelsea, he just, he like remembers how to play, because he has. Yeah. Obviously, United the memes were were pretty funny, but Inter he was insane, the first run. Then the mm-hmm. second run he was okay. He was above average. I mean, he he was playing well, and now Roma he is. He contributed. Who needs Tammy Abraham? The, they are they are cooking. No, they they uh they started off the season. I think they didn't win a game in their first like four games, and then 
Uh, they're 10th right now, but they've won three of their last five and they only lost one of those. So like they drew one, won three and then lost three. Um, I don't think Mourinho's job is in danger. I don't think it should be. Um, no, of course they not. have a lot of flaws in their team. Um, I got them to a European final and I'm, and I think they will go two. far again, especially two with like, finals. yeah, two Europeans. They won one. Yeah. And then yeah. lost the, in a heartbreaker to, to Sevilla. To Sevilla. Uh, Sevilla. Um, but uh, Lukaku is just one of the like he will be a case study in 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 when the this history of football is told because he's just such a uh, like a a unique when it comes to when it comes to his career it just leaves Everton for Man United down goes to Inter comes back a hundred million pound player Lops. does absolutely nothing flops and then the next year is in a freaking um uh, uh a european final and then the team doesn't want him back especially because he was going out i want juve i want this um all that stuff they took that the wrong way and and now he's i think i think roma should be his home i think this is somewhere i think Syria should be where he stays like yeah, I, I don't think his footballing ability is anywhere near um, the prem or anything like that. No, he needs to so. relax before he burns more bridges, bro. It's enough. He's already burned bridges in London. Uh, he's burned in Manchester yep. and and <laughs> burned them in 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 Milan. So, I mean, I'm I'm happy for him, bro. He, yeah, yeah. It's I'm 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 he's 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 uh you know just one of the like everybody likes Lukaku, but I don't I I I that that the European final left uh. A weird taste in my mouth because that, that header and man, that, that Croatia was, oof. game. Oof. Yeah, that Croatia game. Oh my oh, god! I've what never a seen season horrible. That was the worst performance I've ever seen from a striker, and I'm not saying that just to say that. Like, he genuinely should have had four goals. I don't even know. Uh, man, and he always does that little like the the, the one of those. <laughs> He's a meme, like you said. His his story is very interesting, but. Um, I, and I, I, I had Belgium winning that World Cup that year. I still can't believe that. Oh my God! I, I, I who was, I, was it? Thierry Henry watching? Like there was a lot. There's a few famous people. He was at, the uh, like coach. watching those World Cup. He was the assistant coach. Yeah, just yeah. And I, he was in disbelief at what. I've never, was. I've never seen oh, that. Like open, a couple open goals. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, Lukaku. Lukaku is just uh. He's a character, man. So it's good. I, I like when his name is circulating like this. I think I like when he's making headlines, uh, especially playing well. Um, but Roma, Roma have a lot of work to do. I think they'll 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 finish the season, especially because now they have a goal scorer, somebody capable of just scoring every game. Um, but they're a long ways uh, from Inter, from from Juve, even from uh, AC and even Atlanta and all those guys. So they have a long way to go. I and I. And I I think Mourinho is probably he's gonna you parlay this to like a decent club sized job. I think that was his intention, especially yeah. if he won the the Europa League title. Um, but I I saw today um, Napoli are looking to hire um, uh, Conte, so that's that's it's just great. you know Italian football is in yeah that's gonna be great. That's a great league, but I think um... he'll he'll he he's someone that will that will try to keep um, Osimhen in in Naples. 
that'll yeah. be that'll be good to see. Yeah, it would be. I mean, he t- he declined the PSG job this summer, so he did. Yeah, he did. But I don't I don't understand how that guy is 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 so wanted. Like, I don't get it. Who Conte or Mourinho? He, every summer, yeah, no Conte. No, no, no. It was Conte. Mourinho who declined the PSG job, not not Conte. Um, Mourinho declined. Yeah, oh, yeah, not yeah. Conte. Okay, Mourinho, Mourinho. I think will take ultimately take a uh a, a con uh what's it called uh country job. I, I think so. Say. I'm surprised but, he didn't take the Portugal job, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. All right, we'll end off with the segment we like to call three five two. Uh, we put yes, sir. Five minutes on the clock, three takes each, uh, and obviously for the two of us, uh, you want me to start? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Ready for a change. So my first one is AFCON related. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were you were disappointed with uh, Yamal who chose to went to who chose to went to, to go to Spain. Sorry, but yeah. uh, they got Brahim Diaz this week, and I think this is probably sacrilege to say as as you know Algerian Tunisian, but. I think Morocco are my are my favorites for for Afcon. I think if I had to pick a team right now, I think it would be them to win. I, uh, I think that I think I agree with you because coming off a World Cup, this is the first tournament, uh, since their great run, um, and they have just basically the same team. They just added to it, you know. Um, nobody has. Everyone's gotten better. I think the only person I think uh is Hakim Ziyech, who's you know playing in the Turkish league, not in the power five leagues but he's still a contributor uh so i i agree with you yeah no for the, for me it's like between them algeria uh um senegal and nigeria those are the those are the big teams so mm-hmm. yeah what about your first uh, one? my my first one is um i think norway qualifies for the euros okay um they're currently they're currently third in their group um which is head uh which is led by Scotland who um have been undefeated and then Spain and then Norway is third Norway in their entire history has only one qualification which i believe was 2000 um which some of their players were probably not even born or a year too old um but i think i think they find a way to qualify they have uh they played 6 they have 10 points um Spain has a game in hand with 12 points and then Scotland has uh 15 points so i think i think norway qualifies it, it'll be difficult they have games remaining against scotland and spain um so i think they, they need they need those wins but i think they qualify at the end yeah no the odegaard and, and holland duo would be great to see this summer yeah it'll be nice to see them at a at a at a big tournament man um, they haven't they haven't played in anything they missed uh, the world cup they missed bump, the euros before that i'll bump up my second one because we're talking yeah. euros uh, mm-hmm. You're gonna laugh, but I picked two favorites. I picked my Afcon favorite, and now I'm gonna pick my Portugal favorite. And I think okay. it's the redemption story for Roberto Martinez. I think Portugal are are my favorites right now. I think for for the Euros. I that that would ties into my second, and I'll say I think France are just gonna cakewalk this competition. That's so boring, man. Um, it is, but like they look completely like on another tier compared to everybody else. Um, they have an easy, I they have an easy group. Um, they played uh, the Netherlands today and completely just dismantled them. Um, but Kylian Mbappe, he's he loves international competitions. I don't think he cares about the league and the Champions League that much. 
uh, because of just the team he's on and stuff like that. But I think, especially how they went out last time, um, this will be a, a revenge tour. I think they, they're the best team clearly in the world um, with the best player in the world and with the, with the best depth, everything. They are yeah, a complete talent, team. I number think, one I, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think they K walk, obviously that's not a, uh, a make or break prediction, but I think, I think they'll make it. They'll make this it Euros easy. is going to be like, I'm yeah, so excited, loaded. man. It's exactly. And then uh, you said earlier this, uh, this podcast, Oh, I read this. I really should not be making this prediction because I'm gonna get clowned if it's not true. But you said earlier that Barso in the league, yeah, and that's not happening. I think this is. I've seen enough to be content I, I, with I, saying I, I, I think Real are in the are. In, I'll say they're in the driver's seat. How about that? No, I, no, that's not good enough. I need you to put a put a name out there. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win La Liga? Real Madrid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How about this? I'll put an asterisk on it, okay? Real Madrid okay. will win the league if Vinicius and Bellingham stay healthy for for the majority of the season. I think that's we can we can say that's fair. Because obviously think, Bellingham gets her all hell breaks loose. Yeah, I I I think that's fair. Um, Jude Jude has been, you know, pretty healthy like throughout his career. He's had a few injuries here or there, but nothing major. And Vinny has already missed, I believe, five games this season. Yeah. Um, I think that's a tough task because of just they have nobody else. Yeah, fixtures, you know? load, yeah, yeah. loaded fixtures. Yeah. Um, with the games they're playing, um, Vinny's playing in World Cup qualifiers. Um, and and Jude is playing in, you know, Euros qualifiers. So it's there's no breaks for them. But yeah, no. I I I have Barca. I I think they're a little bit deeper. Yeah, yeah. I think over a 30, 30, 38, 36 game season, I think they they do okay. But um and my third one will be um uh, a euro based. Okay. Uh, another Euros. Another Euros. Uh right now, Turkey is number one in their group in group D. Um they're in that group with uh Croatia, Armenia, Wales, and Latvia. Yep. Um I think they're I think they'll qualify, obviously, because. Yep. But. I think they make some noise. I think I think it's time for, um, Morocco in the World Cup. I think the next the next team. I think not. I'm not saying it's Turkey, but I think they're in contention. Um, obviously they're, your, they're, they're dark horses. Yeah, they're my they're my dark horses. Obviously, your boy, um, is injured right. Yeah, he's injured right now, but he's you know he's a he will be a great contributor in that tournament. Um, but I have them as a dark horse for that. You know why it's for, funny because the they were my dark horses for 2020, and we yeah. know how that ended up. They they lost. Yeah. To, they got spanked every game. So they have yeah. a great team. They have uh, Chanaglu, who's been great, obviously. Uh, Sayenshu, who's been doing mm-hmm. well at Atletico Madrid, um, top to bottom. Their their goalkeeper, I believe, is on. I'm forgetting the name, but he's the backup for Manchester United. Uh, yeah, and, probably, and he has it. He hasn't been able to play because Onana needs every minute he can get, so he yeah. can get better. And, you know? and Burak so. will probably be that's his last tournament as uh, yeah. for Turkey. So yeah, gonna be gonna be a great game. That's a legendary keeper, um, Dortmund all timer, you know. So yeah, but, but uh, yeah, that was that was another episode in the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll obviously be taking episode, a episode sixteen. We'll, um, 
Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, that's all I wanted to say. No, no, just uh, take a nice little break this week. So we will see you guys in, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, looking forward to more UCL when we get back. We got the Prem coming back. Talk about international and, you know, start to look ahead for the for the Euros and for AFCON mm-hmm. in January. It's, it's, uh, it's been a good season so far. And on to, on to more things, bro. Absolutely, bro. I can't wait. Inshallah. Yes. Take care, guys. Yes, sir. Yes. Peace. Peace.